You're listening to the Soccer Survival Guide. I'm your host, Adam Gonzalez. I'm here with my co-host, Arturo Hoyos. How's it going? Dude, we, so we're here to talk about Barca moving forward now that the transfer window has closed. Right? So we, we talked about a month and a half ago uh, in the last episode. We talked about a bunch of stuff that we wanted to see. Uh, we talked about the problems that Barca was having. Uh, make sure you go back and check out that episode before you, you know, you listen yeah, to this lots one. Lots of content in there. Lots of good content. The long one was a two-hour episode. <laughs> it went by quick. It went by quick. Lots of good content. You guys definitely have to check that out. Yeah, definitely, definitely a long one, but uh, but worth it. Mm-hmm. So uh, now that the transfer window has closed, we can go ahead and we can start talking about like actual possibilities and not speculation. Yeah. So uh, so yeah, let's let's move forward. Let's talk about the roster and some of the transfers that were uh, were made. Let's get it. Let's get right to it. All right, so uh, current roster, right? Talking about some of the players that went out, we lost Arthur, mm-hmm. right? We lost Medo. We got rid of Rakitic, Vidal, and Suarez, right? Right. And before we, we get into this, some complaints yeah. because we got rid of Suarez basically for free. We got rid of Vidal basically for free. We got rid of Rakitic for 1.5 million euros. Yeah, pretty much free. Which we could have had 50, 60, 70 million as of a year ago. Yeah. Uh, a little bit frustrating. Some other left for 27 million euros. And Arthur, we had that transfer <laughs> for Pianich. Yeah. On paper, it looks good, 63. But when you look at what we got long term, doesn't seem like the smartest of ideas, obviously. Yeah. So that, that was an, obviously an issue that a lot of us had was that we were getting rid of a young player, dynamic player, exciting player for an yes, a good player, but you know, older. So we're looking long term. Yeah. Another, um, another step backwards. <laughs> yeah. And again, not you know, not Coleman's decision. It wasn't like it was his pick. Uh, yeah. but again, just looking looking at the roster. So who do we pick up? All right, we picked up uh Pianich, we talked about it. And Gal, we got uh Des, that's for us a big one, right? An American. Right. Uh Fernandez and Pedri. Right. Right. And we picked them up for, let's see, Pjanic, right, transfer. We drink out with 28 million euros, Des for 19 million, uh, Fernandez 6 million, and Pedri 4.5 million euros. Yeah. They're not, and they were, I, I think for once, right, we didn't blow the market like we have in the past or with, with Griezmann or mm-hmm. with Coutinho. Um, but to me, the one that, stands out the most um when it comes to at least they're gonna they're gonna get some minutes and then kind of change the game um Trincao, i saw him play two games in the preseason i think one was i think one was girona and the other one i can't put a name and i forgot but we finally had at least a bench right when last season we needed a player at least one player you you had no speed, no, mm-hmm. and with Trincao, it's my, this is just my opinion. I really, really like him. I'm not all about those flashy players that will do a bunch of scissors, but Barcelona was just so dull that he might as well get someone that does that and just change it. So I, I really like Trincao. Um, Pedri, I've been a fan of ever since I saw him play with Las Palmas. He's a really cool, creative, uh, like that can play a 10, definitely has freedom. But again, he's 17, so you can't expect mm-hmm. him to, you know, be the big games. Right. But, um, uh, Des, right, the American, right, even though he mostly grew up playing in, in Holland, mm-hmm. I think that's going to be really fun, and hopefully he um, he's, he can prove everyone else that he can hopefully be potentially a new kind of Danny Alves. Yeah, and, and to be honest, we have to be cautious in which we, in the way we approach Des, because he's American, so we're yeah. definitely excited about him. Yeah, and he's <laughs> American, not a natural defender, but... Yeah, so yeah, we're, we're definitely gonna have to like approach it, you know, right. with uh, with kids' gloves and, and handle them and <laughs> and really handle them in, in the context of what it means to be that player. Yeah. Um, but we're we're hoping, right? Yeah, we gotta make the USA know that we have products that can play in the elite games and Champions League. Mm-hmm. So that's really happy for I'm sure all of our followers. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think though we have to be cautious with with everybody to be honest, because uh, a lot of these guys, obviously, except for Pjanic. Uh, they haven't been completely tested against top top notch teams consistently, right? Right. 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 And um, and not to say that La Liga is is the hardest league in the world because it's not like they're they're in the EPL playing 
right. top top teams each and every day. Uh, but we've yet to see them in that environment, right, where they're going to be tested every single game. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be new to them, and um, they're they're gonna have to prove themselves every day. Because at Barcelona, you have a bad game. the 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 media is gonna be all over you. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. As, as Griezmann and Coutinho experience, and again, Coutinho and Griezmann experience that as players that are well established. Mm-hmm. So these kids that could easily get spit out and chewed back yeah, up. Absolutely. So definitely, like you said. With real caution, because they're still they're still brand new, very raw, very raw talent. But that, again, that could be either really, really good or not so much. Yeah, absolutely. So let's let's start talking about like the coaching, right? And what we've seen so far. So uh, you know, I'm gonna talk about a couple of things that I've liked so far, um, and some things that I guess I've disliked. Uh, one of the things that I've enjoyed is to see his like no nonsense approach, right? Coming really has this. Like no nonsense, tell it how it is. Yeah, and and I appreciate that, and I think that it's been it's been a long time coming for some of these players. I, I agree a hundred percent, both as a fan and, and as a soccer player. As, mm-hmm. as you you like knowing where you stand because mm-hmm. you know who you're up against, and you know that okay, you know what, I'm second fiddle, or right? I'm third string. So that's great. I, I totally agree with you there, Adam. I I, I kind of feel like he's taking charge of the locker room. Right, right, where yes. some of these coaches that we've had previously yeah. have, and we talked about in the last episode, they felt more like they were fans yeah. right, versus actual coaches. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> Satyane came in like so happy, like Messi. Oh my God, whatever he wants. Yeah. And I, that's, that's a, that's a big one. That's, that's a, that's a pro that we get from coming. Yeah. And, and I like to see it because some of the complaints against like Messi, right. From the international level is how he performs and, and what goes on and you look at the world cup and it seemed to be like Messi was running stuff yeah and it's it's looking like you know coming taking charge of the team and, and being an actual manager right 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 i think um you, you can sense you can even sense that very direct um he's not as many coaches would say mm-hmm. we need a we need a we need a basis team around a certain player that certain player was right. always messy guardiola came in right it's gonna be around messi um, Setienne came in, right? It's gonna be around Coman. Here has which are the eleven players that are giving me the, uh, that are gonna give me the three points in an efficient way? Like mm-hmm. he wants the three points, and and as you could see, as as long as you've been following last season and this season, Messi isn't the main main guy. And again, mm-hmm. that's Coman, and it's it's helpful. It's yeah, it's not a bad thing. Yeah, and, and you know, being that assertive is is going to help the team a lot. Yeah, right, and, and not tiptoeing around like the players' needs and, mm-hmm. and wants. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's really just taking charge and saying, "Hey, this is what the team needs." Yeah. Right, not not Messi needing Suarez. No, you know, not not Dembele like getting his his little time. He he flat out said, "Hey, you know, I'm not going to use you." Right, uh, even to some of the players, you know, we were fans of like Pooch, right, Ricky, yeah. and and some of these guys that we're looking at, like. You know, even though maybe I'm not a fan of his decision not to include him as much as he has, but he straight out said, hey, you're not in my plans. Yeah. Right. So there is some for me that I, I like to see that. Right. Because you really know, like, where this is going. This is a stand up guy and and players are going to have trust in him. Right. And what he says. Yeah. And, and and yeah, you said the word trust. So with Komen, maybe they won't. Maybe some players right? the ones that get mm-hmm. that us. It's not that. They don't trust him as a person. They just probably just don't trust him when it comes to how much playing at. But right. they know at the end of the day, he's doing it for the badge. Right. He's doing it to get the three points. And yeah, like you said, pushed me right. He should be. He. I would start him obviously, but um, he has a lot of. There's transparency. There's there's nothing. Nothing's mm-hmm. hidden with him. Right. And I really really respect that as a coach. It's kind of we we we. Maybe we don't have a player that's as transparent like we had with, with Bayol or, mm-hmm. you know, we had that. But he's that's one characteristic that is only going to help the team. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And for, for me, I like I like that, that he takes initiative. Right. And, yeah. and he really goes out and he says that. And for me as a coach, uh, you should do. And as a player, you want to see. Yeah. Uh, hopefully you're on the, the right side of it. Right. Mm-hmm. And you're benefiting from from that initiative that he's taking and, and taking control of the team. Uh, again, for me, I like that that he's taking charge and yeah. I mean, you could you can even you can see it. His his character is is even been applied on the game style, mm-hmm. right? He's a direct person. The game is very direct. I, he we still keep 
possession relatively, but as we saw um, for those viewers that watched the game uh, versus Sevilla, um, Sevilla had more possession. I believe it, I believe they had a, a statistically more possession. And as a Barca fan, you should be fine with it because they were at least, or Barca, well, they were actually creating chances, which right. we were not, yeah, we had possession, right? But again, we weren't creating chances. So again, that very direct um, characteristic that Cohen brings is being applied on the field, and I, I can't complain. Well, even to change the lineup, right? I mean, yes. the 4 3 has been an absolute staple at Barca. Yeah. And and you've had coaches kind of dabble in changing it. You know, we... We saw we saw four four two for a little bit yeah, under right. there was a little fan under Valverde right we we saw a couple like you know little variations here and there but for the most part that's kind of been like the longstanding yeah tradition and, almost and when coaches did that they they weren't I feel like they were scared to say we're playing four four two like mm-hmm. when you would go back to games it would be a four it would be a four three three right and Coleman's like Coleman made that statement we're changing. He said the word change. We're changing into a four. Uh, Two, three, one. Yeah. So well, he actually and, and he he actually went on and, and said something along the lines like we don't have like the wingers to play yeah. that. Right. Yeah. Which for me, you know, it takes a lot like, he, you know, in the last like month and a half, he's learned a lot of earned a lot of respect, yeah. you know, from my end to, to go ahead. And people might argue, yeah, he's kind of thrown his wingers under the bus. Mm. But I don't think there's anything wrong with looking at what your team has and and playing to your strengths i had an issue with u.s club soccer uh, you know many years back when they sent out a newsletter kind of saying like hey we want to we want everyone to play a 4-3-3 which was for me was weird because the u.s is still playing a 4-4-2 on the national level <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and i get w- what they wanted there's a progression for it right and i'm like you don't know what my team has yeah you, you know you don't you don't know if i have the wingers for a 4-3-3 you don't know if i have a bunch of you know exactly. slow midfielders and yeah, i'm gonna exactly. have to pack the middle so for, for me, you know, seeing that, you know, him actually quoted saying as like, we don't have wingers mm-hmm. uh, and switching the formation for me shows, you know, shows some like fortitude on his part. It def- I appreciate it. Yeah, it definitely does. I think a coach should or just, and again, mm-hmm. I, I'm a coach as well. And when someone tells me, hey, I want you to play this, if I don't have the players suited to do that. That's a recipe for disaster. Right. I'm, I'm not. I'm gonna play the formation that my players can compete and and give me a legitimate chance to get three points. So. Yeah, and, and no one's saying like you have to go and play kickball and stuff. But yeah, if no. if you just don't have the the guys to track back, like you can't play a four three three if if you're gonna get killed in that space. Yeah, you know, switch it to a four four two, but try to maintain your style. Yep. Right. So and I appreciate that. And then there's there's obviously other players that appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, my uh, my father actually sent me a little quote from uh, from Puyo from his. Um, his Twitter, right, and and he basically was saying that, um, that he appreciates that Komen's like bringing in some of the youngsters, mm-hmm. right? Even though he might not completely just stick with them for the whole season, yeah. I think Poyo said that it was nice to see these youngsters coming in, and and he said almost one camino, right? Meaning like, hey, we're on a good path. Yeah. So when you look and you get the approval of uh, Puyol, yeah, and says something. Yeah, as long as yeah, any approval from Puyol is gonna be a good statement. Buyol isn't someone that talks for the sake of it. He only mm-hmm. he only speaks when it's something of significance right. for him to come out and say that for Coleman. It's it's it looks it's for it's for once like a little pinch of unity that mm-hmm. we do not Absolutely. see in Barcelona right now. So that's that's really cool to hear. I, I didn't know that. So that's, yeah, that's a little really stamp awesome. of approval. Yes, a hundred percent. I think that's I think that's dope. Okay. So let's uh let's start talking about a potential lineup right now that now that we know who we got um let's start, let's start looking at the lineup so arturo okay Komen sacked <laughs> <laughs> all right Komen uh, sacked you have just inherited all right fc barcelona what what does your starting lineup look like everybody's healthy everybody's you know positive attitude messi's on his best behavior <laughs> All right, so uh, that's pretty fun. That'd be really cool. I think I would definitely take this team to uh, another trouble. So uh, <laughs> listen up, please. So, um, so Barca, if you're listening, <laughs> Arturo is. Yeah. All right, so yeah, and again, as, as Adam said, this is with everyone healthy. Everyone healthy, including Debele, who's never healthy. So imagining that everyone's healthy, here's how it would go. Um, I would stick with a four three three uh so i would oh, i would have one pivot 
Um, for those that don't know what a pivot is or haven't heard of it, it's just like a like a holding midfielder. The the, the guy that does the dirty work. What what ha, what Busquets have done uh, for many years. Uh, my back four, I would have Alba on the left. I would have Linglet paired up with Araujo. So you notice I dropped Piquet. Ooh, Piquet. Ooh, dropped yeah, I, I dropped Piquet. I think he's been. Um, He's just not there anymore. He's more of a businessman now than he's a soccer player. And I understand he's won everything he can collectively. So he did his job, but I would mm-hmm. love to have him still um, in in the organization of Barcelona, whether mm-hmm. it's him having the job Abidal had. But um, I still want him in the club, but it's time for him to, yeah. to step down. Well, real quick, just, just, to, just to go on that. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I've, I've talked to people about the lineup uh-huh. and people argue that Puyol wasn't like the best defender. But yeah, he, at the same time, too, though, Puyol was, I think he was more of a leader than Piquez. Yeah, Puyol, he's not your best 1v1. He's not your best to, hey, let's close down the space. But the one thing he gave was leadership, character, and he got everyone locked in into the same mm-hmm. page. So... And that's what I would want in a center back. So I totally agree with them, but he had a lot more to offer uh, when he needed that. He also had like Marquez to do the right. So I totally get yeah. that. Sorry to interrupt. I, I oh. think it was just a good little good oh, little no, point. Yeah. That, no, that's, that's kind of a big one. So that's a like, huge yeah. one. Then people sometimes just just see great defender. Mm-hmm. Was he a great defender? No, he was an amazing captain for Barcelona that made them a great defensive line. Absolutely. Anyways, um, so as I've said, out on the left, Linglet paired up with Araujo. Um, I would take currently Sergio Roberto off on the as right back, and I would add Dest. So I, I'm giving this um, chance to Dest, and I'll get into a little why I picked Dest. Uh, but Dest would be at my right back. Um, my three midfielders, I'd have Frankie De Jong as the sole pivot. I think it's his time to just control that and be that that connection from the back four to the to the attacking. I think he's going to be great. Um, in that case, Busquets would be on the bench. And in front of Frankie, I would have Ricky Puj and Coutinho. I think Puj and Coutinho, um, they give, Puj gives you lots of energy. And every time Puj steps on the field, to me, it's just smart passes, creativity, and he keeps that Barca DNA that a Barca midfield has to have. Coutinho, again, mm-hmm. will be that outlet that will drift out wide when needed. Um, but again, I'd put him on the right side. Uh, so that Messi would be on the left, Fati would be up top, and Trincao would be that. So again, that's uh, the front three that had they have been played um, or started together. Um, but that would be my front three. The reason I have Messi on the right, uh, paired up with Dest, I know Messi, when he loses the ball, he will not drop back ever to save his life. Um, Dest, however, he's young. He will do all the running for him. And I guarantee you, if Des does one thing right this season, is he will track back day after day. And you can quote me on that. Just what, look at his work rate coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, Fanti, he played as the nine coming out La, La, La Masia, so he'd feel comfortably. And Fanti just has this thing in him where he just plays without thinking. It's just natural, good movement. Mm-hmm. And as you obviously you saw it right, um, his goal against Celta. Right as coaches, Adam, you and me kind of preach that back foot. His goal against Celta got the ball back foot shocks, and it it was just so natural. It wasn't thinking. clinical. It was yeah clinical. Um, Trincao on the on the left, he is left footed. I know he likes coming on the right, but um, since Met, since Messi would obviously be pinching in, Coutinho's mm-hmm. a center mid. He stays in the middle. Trincao to me would give us that that width. So that width that would create um, more, just more room for Coutinho and Pouge to, to work mm-hmm. in the middle. So th- that would be my ideal 11. And it's very, very different than it is now, but um, that will give you the trouble. <laughs> just, 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 just sounds there. like Barca's to, to sign you. 100%. You know what? It, it's definitely your, your dream lineup uh, as of what we have now. Yeah. Uh, be, because again, go, just real quick, uh, because of COVID and the whole situation. Not just Barca, but a lot, a lot of teams have been struggling. Mm-hmm. Um, so we we can't completely, you know, get on Barca for for the whole COVID situation. Yeah. What we can get on them for is for letting 
uh, for letting our players go, like Suarez letting him go for free, Vidal letting him go for free, Rakitic basically free. Yeah. Uh, y- you know, those things, yeah, we can get on them for. Uh, but for some of the other ones, yeah, I don't think Komen got everybody he wanted. Mm, um, he didn't. Oh, and if I could add one thing, mm-hmm. um, just because recently to uh, I watched uh, Holland play uh, against Mexico where Mexico actually ended up winning 1-0. I wasn't a fan. I wasn't a huge fan of Depay, Memphis Depay. I watched him for the first half, mm-hmm. and he completely changed my mind in how I see him. I think based on that game, I would love to see him as a number nine because he was so dynamic, but it wasn't reckless. He only re- – and I mean, for me, I want, I want my nine to just pretty much touch the ball in the final third. I don't want my nine popping in there. If I could, I would just want my nine to touch the ball inside the inside the 18-yard box, honestly. I just want those one-time finishes. Let Messi, let Fat. And if I would, front three would be Depay in the center. I'd put Fati out wide in the left and Messi. That just that, w- that would have been like the dream team signing. Right, just yeah. right there. But um, Yeah. And see, my, to be honest, my dream team kind of had Messi playing a false nine. I don't know if he could do that anymore. That's a difficult thing for him to do. Um, But for me, I think, uh, I I don't think, the the current formation that we have, right? Um, I I don't see Coutinho playing behind Messi going well, right? Because they're playing the the 4-2-3-1, right? They they have Jordi on the the left, Linglet, Piquet, Sergio Roberto on the right, Mm -hmm. Busquets, John Pivots, Coutinho playing as like that 10, uh, Fati on the left, Griezmann on the right, Messi... A striker mm-hmm. and Messi and Griezmann kind of interchange roles, mm-hmm. uh, and they're playing the four-two-three-one formation. Yeah. Um, for me, again, I, I don't see Fati necessarily as a as a all in out striker. Um, even though he, you know, I don't like completely disagree with that. I think that uh, th- there's other issues within that lineup. For me, Coutinho is should not be playing in that role. I think Coutinho should be on the left. Mm-hmm. Um, but then again, if we drop Messi into that that role that Coutinho is playing right now, potentially playing the devil pivot can help out because if Messi's not tracking back, at least you have two behind him. Yeah. It, it, it's a difficult. Yeah. And again, Messi, again, unfortunately, causes these negative like, OK, well, we, we have weird, to huh? we have to cover. For Messi's mistakes, which that is that doesn't cut it in other teams, but it, it's a reality that we live yeah. in, and yeah, like like you said, and how I mentioned too, Dest, I a big portion why Dest will start is so that Messi can have that freedom to right, right, and for lack of better words, do whatever he wants because yeah. Dest has his back. But you know, it's understandable. The last yeah. players age, they're gonna change. Yeah. I know. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, right, when he was over with Manchester, he played a different role than he played at mm-hmm. Real Madrid. And, and for me, like, I, I think Cristiano would be even better if he played as a striker. Yeah. Like, take him out of the wing and just put him in the middle, like, yeah. as a poacher. He's going to score nine out of ten times. You give him yeah. either a, a crappy ball or an okay ball, the ball's in the back of the net. Yeah. But obviously with age, like, the miles you're going to be able to run are, yeah. are going to change. And, yeah. And that's that's all going to change, too. But yeah. um, let, let's add a ten. You know, how do you... The, the current formation lineup that we have, mm-hmm. what, what's, your, what's your Arturo score out of 10? What do you give it? My lineup that I gave realistically, um, and I'm going to compare this lineup so, I, so the listeners out there get an idea of who, how I'm comparing this team to. If I'm going to put Byron as the 10 and as the only 10, because mm-hmm. um, I don't think there's a team that, that is even on the same lane field today. I would put them at an eight, and with teams that are at eights right now, um, even though some random teams have gotten beat. The season has started it's off early. You're talking about actually, the EPL, yeah. the disasters yeah, going on over there? Um, but if yeah. we, we kind of just think um, what we expect of these teams and what we expected to be in like the quarterfinals mm-hmm. for the Champions League, I think uh like uh, Manchester City, Liverpool, if they clean up their act from this ju- from that terrible defeat, um, Madrid, Real Madrid, level with Real Madrid actually um, up there with Real Madrid when it comes to competing. So yeah, I think it's definitely they can compete up to quarterfinals because we've been struggling there. Mm-hmm. And if they get past that stage, that have been struggling, then um, I think I'd li- that's a solid eight. Let me ask you: Do you think that the team looks better? 
now, in, just looking at our lineup, right? Let's, let's just talk about lineup, right? Uh-huh. Players. Right. Does our team look better now or did it look better two months ago? Just, just players. Let's not talk about playing style. Players. Huh. Um, I'll say that it looks better now. I'll say I'll say it looks better now. Um, just because and I think I was I was mentioning this earlier. Uh there's this new kind of there's this new vibe, a new attacking vibe that's working. Again, I can't put a finger as to why it's working exactly, but it's better because it's unexpected. And I think teams are not ready to That's a good point. And teams are not ready to like they can't pinpoint. Okay, we're going to defend like this because for the past five years they know what what Barca is going to do. Mm-hmm. Right now they're trying to now. Oh, let's worry. We need we need about we need to worry about Fati before we worry about Messi. We need to worry about clogging that space so that Coutinho doesn't find those pockets in the final third. And so mm-hmm. now it's a little bit different. Now it's usually just make sure Suarez is taken yeah. care of so they don't have that outlet and we can manage. But now it's a little bit more chaotic for the other teams. That's a good point. Mm, yeah, yeah def- that's that's a really good point. I haven't even really thought of it like that, right? Like yeah. the unknown is a little bit scary. Yeah, for the right? other teams. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, for, for me, I think looking at the actual players, mm-hmm. um, you know, on paper, when you look at experience and you look at all that, obviously it might not look as good. But when we look at it based on, you know, new energy, new blood, uh, the, the dynamic that it's going to bring, you know, because now all of a sudden everybody's fighting. You know, because yeah. Coman's like, yeah, that's hey, true. you know, hey, Suarez, yeah. right? Like, you're not going to just get a free pass because you're Messi's buddy. Yeah. Right? So now, like, you're going to have to fight for your spot. Um, so, again, we don't know what's going on. We can only speculate what's going on in the field. But um, but for me, it's it's exciting. Right? It's exciting. It's, it's the unknown. Uh, it's going to inject new blood, inject new energy into the whole team. And I think we're going to have... Definitely a, a better, a, a better dynamic when it comes to just like effort and, and all that too. Because we just saw at the end, it just was just so tired, yeah, and old. And you you need to bring in that competition yeah. to you know to to re-energize everybody and to bring in that new dynamic. And yeah. I think these new players are going to do that. Yeah, I think we finally have width, or at least we have the we have multiple players that that can give us width, and we have a um, more more speed more speed width with Dest. Um, and uh, as you notice, because maybe a couple of you might want to know why Griezmann is out of my lineup or why we have maybe some Devela fans that think he, he's, he should be starting. The reasons why I dropped Griezmann, um, even though Kozman, uh, Komen strictly said he's a very vital person and he will, uh, he will start him because of his defense tactically. Um, I just drop him because... Uh, to me, he's been given the opportunity to become a for sure staple. Um, this past game, it was I think it was a Sevilla game. It was either that or, or Celta, but um, Frankie. It was a counterattack by Barcelona, very well counterattack, mm-hmm. which I'd miss him. But anyways, uh, Frankie is on the left hand side with an outside pass, finds uh, it's like a fifty yard cross, finds Griezmann inside the box. Takes a bad touch and misses. And again, those are the kind of finishes that Suarez would give you inside the box, clinical finish. So Griezmann, that's just one example of many. Right. And, and Barca fans will know. He just, as much as I wanted him to fit, because I love the, I love his style. I love his um, his character. He's very hardworking. He's an honest player. I, I really respect the guy. But it just didn't click the way that it's clicked with Fati or the way that it clicked with Push for me. It just it hasn't been in... We, if we get rid of him, we'll take pay our payroll will be better. Right. So maybe that could lead, even though we'll obviously sell him for much less than we bought him. But hey, you know what? Two, two is not good enough. And then Bele again. <laughs> I feel like the city of Barcelona just put a curse on the Bele that that he's gonna be hurt. So yeah, it's so unfortunate to see what's what's going on yeah, with them. Yeah. So it, I, I don't have yeah. anything against them. I just you know sometimes it just things don't work out. And unfortunately, Dembele, as much as he's I, I feel that if he goes to another team, he will thrive because he's yeah. a raw talent that can take you, but it's just... You know, he reminds me of a... Okay, so, again, before I get, like, too much hate on it, yeah. um, he reminds me of, like, a Bale, Gareth Bale, right? 
without the accomplishments, <laughs> right? Where it's like he has all these like extracurriculars, yeah. uh, you know, partying. He is known for like not taking care of himself. Yeah, showing up late. Right, yeah. and he a little bit of a glass cannon, right? Mm-hmm. Where he's very fragile. Yeah. Uh, but then the attitude, like it just doesn't seem like he's completely invested. Yeah. Um, you know, hopefully he works it out. You know, for for himself as a player. Yeah. And and obviously for for FC Barcelona as well. I I agree. He, he, I was, I was so happy to know that Barca took a chance at him because mm-hmm. I was like, he's not really a Barca player. I think they took too much. They I mean, took, for the, what they paid, but again, he, different market. Thanks, yeah. Neymar. Yeah, because literally Neymar had broke the internet and the market. So I mean, again, but it it, it it's. I also think it's a good thing that it happened because again, it 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 maybe it's telling it's Barca realizing, hey, we do not need to drop so much money on a player that doesn't fit our style when we have players like Fatih that we can get for free. So I think this is going to be a good segue into uh, what we want to see. Okay. Cause one thing that we want to see is players being brought up from La Masia. Right. So for me, uh, you know, there's reports that come in, not a huge fan of, of Ricky. Right. And, yeah. and, and he's looking at Pooch and it's kind of like saying like, you know, he's good, and he says that he decided to stay, kind of saying, like, hey, I kind of wanted him out. He did. Right? Yeah. So he said that he, he wanted him say and to stay and that the performance was there and that he's going to have opportunities to play. So, like, based on what he was saying, it's, he's not really in the plans to be a starter. Yeah. Right? And I think that from what I want to see, right, I want to see there be a an emphasis on building the team right like this this has to be like a development year right yeah yeah it is and and they have to look at it in that sense right and you have to bring in la masia players you have to give opportunities for them to come up and to play um you know i again i do appreciate that coman's taking that step kind of like how Guardiola did right it was a big deal to tell like Henri and a big deal to yeah you know to tell uh, Eto and to all these dudes like hey you're gonna be benched Right. Yeah. I mean, that was a big deal. Right? <laughs> yeah. it, it took some, yeah, yeah. It took some spunk. Right. Yes. And, and I'm, and I'm cool with Coleman doing something similar. Yeah, right. Relative, yeah. But what Pep also did, right. Is he brought in that youth and really invested in the youth program at La Masia. Yeah. And for me, I, I want to see this, him take, Coleman take this as a development year and really bring in up these players and nurture them and let them try things, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, like moving forward, uh, as much as you guys, and I've probably said it here many times, me, Puj is Barca, you know, born, bred, DNA, everything La Masia. If La Masia were to put someone as an example of who they want their players um, to have that soccer IQ, it, it's Puj. And the one thing I, the last thing I want for Puj is for him to, for him to be in the same situation that, Thiago did obviously mm-hmm. Thiago now he's at Liverpool but when Thiago left I thought that was a terrible blow and so when I hear these rumors about hey Puj uh Porto I, even if it's alone that just scares me because mm-hmm. that just opened more do- it, it opens more doors and if you know if the if Komen is just a short term and Xavi does come in even though I doubt it'd be anytime soon because everything's still a mess um Puj if he can be patient this season, I think he should. Just, he should. Well, he is gonna stay, but um, just focus on really trying to prove Coleman wrong, and 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 I think if he if Pooch puts on a good show and does his, Coleman will start him yeah. or play him the second half just like how he, just how he has with Pedri. So, um, yeah, I want to see these players that come from Almasia, at least Pooch and Alenia, be staples. I think they totally can. Because if they're starting Busquets and they're starting mm-hmm. Frankie Jong and they're not having the greatest of greatest of games, why not throw these guys in the mix? So that's what right. I, well, I would especially like Busquets, say. right? Yeah, especially. Yeah, especially Busquets. But then I see them put uh, Pjanic in, so I'm like, ah, come on, man! Like if, like Pjanic to me again, if it's a development mm-hmm. year, which everyone knows it is, I mean that's the elephant in the room. Yeah. Why not have Alenia or or anyone else from La Masia? So yeah, I agree absolutely. with that. Yeah. So, so going uh, again for me, that's a big thing. Development year, right? Really nurture these players. Yeah. Uh, the the young ones really focus on Fatih, right? And 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 really catering to them and making sure that that they're okay in their development. 
Uh, they're getting the, the minutes that they need, uh, you know, getting mentors and, and really giving them the information and everything they need to keep growing. Cause Ricky's like Fatih, like Pooch, like these guys should technically be the future. Yeah, they, they should be. I don't want to see what happened to like Boyan. If you guys remember Boyan, um, like, and I think Pooch was the one that said it or Pooch's father was the one that said it, that it's a cold place outside of Barcelona. Once you leave Barcelona, because yeah, Pooch can be an amazing player here in Barça B, in La Masia, and even even now. Mm-hmm. But you go outside to a uh, club that doesn't really follow your your way of playing, you're not gonna stand out. And you can see it with players like Barça, right? He was he was a good center back, but he left. Now he's just an average center back, yeah. right? There you go, so Pooch to me needs to get more minutes yeah and and fast yeah i, I think just again back back to investing in the youngsters like exactly. i'm a huge fan of what la masia used to be right yeah. I, I and again i used to debate with with what barca stood for as a club and and what the patch men and right. and the history and one of the the things that i loved was the development process mm-hmm. right and and how homegrown players were, were given opportunities and chances and uh and it was amazing and, and i always held um Real Madrid yeah. in, uh, I, I put him in a bad place, right? Because I, I was not a fan of the Galacticos program, yeah. you know, when they were just flat out saying like, Hey, we're just going to just buy the best players yeah, and just open about it. Like we don't care. Let's just get, big yeah. And, and they, and they changed that. Right. Yeah, they did. And then like going back to, and looking at Barca, like where they started getting in trouble, uh, you know, a couple of years back when they started signing, you know, foreign yeah. you know, y- youngsters, even the whole, even the Neymar fiasco, there's still things going on. Of, there was some bad handling in there. So yeah, yeah, we we had directors that you know that were, uh, you know, basically we were fired, right? Because yeah. they were signing like international youth players that yeah. you know were underage, and there was a whole fiasco with that. Yeah. Uh, and, and then we started becoming like a whole Galacticos program yeah, exactly. in itself. So, uh, you know, and, and I'm looking at it, and you know, I'm looking at players like. You know, they're, they're giving like breath weight the the number nine, and you're like, who? Like, who's bought us a nine? That's right. our nine. Oh yeah, I was, I was I saw that picture. I think it was a picture of the nine, ten, eleven. And I was like, oh. right. And, and, and for me, it's like, like give give that number to Fati. You know, like put it in his hands and give, give him a role, right? When when Neymar it was a huge deal, right? When Neymar took over the number ten, and he talked about how how that was such a big deal, and he had such big shoes to fill. And uh, and for me, I want to see that versus just like giving it away. And you're like, who? Wait, who's nine? Yeah. Like who took over? Like that? You know that? No, like disrespect. You know to him, it's just not the same caliber as you would think a number nine for Barca would be. Yeah. So Neymar, when he got that number ten for Brazil, right? The previous number tens in Brazil, Pelé, Ronaldinho, Zico, you know, and and Neymar. Mm, I mean, at least someone can argue he he's done the job at least statistically, right? He's put the goals, put assists. So yeah, give Fati that number nine and let it be known. Hey, Fati is gonna be our nine or someone that can wear a shirt as significant right. as a nine. Something and that meaningful sets and like yeah, and tr- mm-hmm. so I, uh, I, I I love that. I think that'd be what again. Well, that's what Barca needs more, and mm-hmm. I'd love to see that moving forward. Yeah, absolutely. So let's let's get into some of the predictions, right? So. Where do you see Barca landing in La Liga? What place? All right. So um, I think it's been, what, three? They've played three games. Others have played four. I'd easily say if they don't win the league, they should be disappointed themselves. Because as as I watched, I watched a couple of Real Madrid games. They didn't look anything special, honestly. I thought their attack was pretty much all over the place. They weren't good. Um, yeah, Sevilla, they had won all their games until they played Barca. So, I mean, with the players they have, they're only going to get better. That's that's just a fact. I think so. I think they could surely be the candidate to win La Liga. So for all you Real Madrid fans right now that are <laughs> biting at the bit to to. You know, <laughs> to to get in on this, uh, I promise you, we are gonna do a uh, La Liga video, aka Barca versus Madrid, and maybe Atletico. So. Yeah, we got we got to build up to that one, guys. We can't just go right into it. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll do an episode. You you guys will get your say. I promise. Um, but yeah, I just I just see from what I saw this month. Honestly, it's because the great the better teams are they're not in La Liga right now. So, absolutely. So if if Barca was in the Premier League. 
Okay, that's a whole different story. But in La Liga, they sh- they have the players mm-hmm. to win La Liga comfortably. Okay, so you see them winning it. I see them winning it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I to be honest with you, for, for me, it's a little, it's a cop-out. I'm not going to lie, it's a little cop-out for me. A mm-hmm. little bit too early to tell. Yeah, it is. Um, you know, I think like the next like month is going to be really crucial in, in seeing how this new system that coming has is going to work. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks good so far, but again, we haven't been tested. Yeah. I think Madrid's a little bit more, uh, with both Madrid's Atletico and Real, I think they're a little bit more stable in, in what's going on over there. So it, it, again, it's going to depend. We're gonna have to see their form, uh, based on how it's looking. Uh, obviously a top three finish is obvious, I think. Yeah. If, if anything, I, um, I thought when, when I think Atletico beat, beat Ganada, Granada 4-0 the first game I think, oh yeah because that was when Suarez mm-hmm. debuted anyways they looked scary that game yeah. so that got me thinking if Atletico can do this right they can easily now be the ones that could dismantle Barca like they have in the past well you know what though? it's gonna be it's hard to tell though because you look at the preseason right of last year yeah and Atletico destroyed Madrid right and mm-hmm. and Madrid was having a rough season even you know, before the Christmas break, yeah. you know, Madrid wasn't having the best season. No. Uh, it wasn't until after the break and then after COVID, well, all of a sudden it's it like... It finished strong. It finished strong. And, and again, the Madrid fans, you know, forget that, that they were in a really, really bad place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was um, pretty bad. Um, so, yeah, yeah, like like we both said, right, it's too early to tell. But I knew when Barca, at least I had a feeling mm-hmm. last season, when Barca finished first place, um, well, they finished... During the COVID break, I was I was scared that they weren't gonna finish first because I saw just Madrid was doing well. Yeah. They were dropping points, and I was like, "It's gonna get nasty." But with this mm-hmm. one, I have more hopes. And I don't know. I don't think uh, Atletico has better forwards, better finishers this season than than Real Madrid does. Right. So Atletico will be scoring goals, and I'm sure they will be having a good defense like they always do. Madrid's kind of shaky. Barcelona's kind of shaky, but I think they can they can pull it off. What I'm hoping for is once again, I hope they, they use it as a development year. Yep. Um, and if they do, then I'm not expecting a first first place. If mm-hmm. we take it as a development year, I think that Madrid's gonna end up taking it. Okay. Um, I'd rather see them sacrifice this year and and make sure all the the pieces are in place because guess what? Messi's gone next year. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, he's all he's he's gone. It's funny that you mentioned that Sevilla game. Mentally, he was checked out, mm-hmm. or I would I would say that it was just. And I don't blame the guy, but he that's he just wasn't. There was more bad than good for him. Yes, he had that one, obviously that messy right. moment that no one can do. Right, he gets the ball, puts the ball over the breaks the defense. Sorry, breaks the midfielder, breaks the defense, and they get the goal. But it was, that was it. That was just that yeah. one moment. And are we really gonna? sacrifice all these players for that one moment that might happen and when you have other players so yeah because yeah, you know we forget he's human right yeah, so he, he's messy is yeah, human he's so human. he's gonna he's so, gonna have his emotions yeah, and, and I, all I, that stuff yeah um so i think we we've talked about la liga and, and you know you, you think that they have a good chance and i think they have a good chance too i think that if they do take that approach right it's we're not going to take first but i hope that they take that approach and even if they have to bench Messi a little bit and give some time to some of the other guys I think it's important because you know the the rug is going to be pulled from under them when yep. Messi leaves and it's like well what do we do so for me I'm okay with like a second place finish which I'm expecting if they take it as as a development year um but what about Champions League Champions League um I'm just going to trace back a little bit when, when, when you said that development year because I I would love actually if if um, if Coleman decided to truly truly use it a development year, even though I know the pressures at Barca means you have to win everything no matter what. Um, take La Liga as a truly development development league where mm-hmm. you will play Ricky again, Ricky more. You will play Elena more. You'll play Trincao more. You'll 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 take Griezmann mm-hmm. out of the picture. You'll have Coutinho lead the game at least when you know, when you play at home against mm-hmm. Valladolid or you know what I'm saying like you truly are right. and yeah I love I I take that any day we can as long as we finish top four as but if we would apply those those players in 
and not just those foundation players that a they, they've done their job mm. i would i would love that so i think coleman's gonna take coleman's gonna put the players that are gonna win him the games mm-hmm. even though because like i said barca wants that short-term success success i'm sorry but i love how you're saying the development here i would go with that all day and just put all those um those starters but um now heading into champions league right you said you where do i see them yeah. going? that's a tough question i'm sure uh we all will as many very biased fans we're gonna say semifinals no matter what i would i don't think we're i don't think we're there yet um, no, no semi so obviously we're getting out of we're getting out of the group we're getting if i believe it's just i think it's just what it's juve uh dynamo, dynamo and I think it's a. Uh, it's a. Those I don't know. I can't even pronounce that name. Fed in something. Sorry, no disrespect. Uh, yeah, I couldn't pronounce it. I think it was. I think it was like that a, other team. Yeah, that other team. If anyone knows it, just put it on the comments below. It starts uh, with an F. I can't even figure it. In that group, though, Barca gets out of group. We could say first place. It's, honestly, it could be either or. Uh, either or, but regardless. Um, if they advance to the, I think they'll pass the sixteen. I'll think they, I'll think they go quarterfinals. I think they'll probably get bumped out at quarterfinals. I don't think they'll get past that. But again, um, it's well, expect- d- d- depends on the bracket too, right? I mean, there's we we've seen some of these teams get like just easy, easy brackets, and then they're yeah. waltzing through. Yeah, I mean, you look at you look at this last Champions League, and uh, PSG. <laughs> we thought we were there. We thought they were just gonna just walk on in, right? Yeah. And uh, yeah, but again, I digress. Um, it, it's gonna depend for me. You know, looking at some of the other teams, I think there's been a lot of movement in a lot of the teams. Like, and again, it's early, right? But you look at Liverpool, and it's like, hey, yeah. we. Even though, to be honest with you, Liverpool, I had said for a while that they weren't as good as they've they were. They right? were on when paper. They were in, yeah, it, and people and people were arguing with me and saying like, "Oh, it's because they already won league, so they're not even trying." And it's like, you think Klopp's gonna just let them get embarrassed, right? Uh, so you know, oh, they, they they you know they were they're out of Champions League, and so that was the argument, right? And and I don't think as a professional and and players that compete no. and have that drive are gonna be okay with just letting your foot off the gas like that. No, I think not. a lot of it had to do with with having their foot on the gas for so long, right, yeah. and not being able to maintain that level. Um, but looking at it now, a lot of things have changed. Right? You look at like Chelsea, like man, they're stacked, right? And you're looking at and some of these other teams, like you know, some of these other teams that you weren't expecting to start doing well, and you see like James Rodriguez all of a sudden, yeah. like as the star of like the EPL, and <laughs> yeah. and 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 what's changed? A, a bunch has changed, and it's uh, it's going to be interesting to see how it goes. Um, Again, it is early. I do suspect that they do well just because it's Barca. Uh, regardless of what the issue is, they're going to take the approach where they have to win when it comes to Champions League. Yeah. Uh, do they win it? And I don't think they have a chance. Nah, they don't have a chance to win it. And it, and it's going to be like that. It's just something that you have to accept as a Barca fan. Just just look at where we were last year, where we are today. Is it a huge difference? It's not really. So you can't expect, mm-hmm. you can't expect just, to be, just to have it completely saved. And again, yeah. also... Like yeah, like I said, uh, they're gonna be there's just there's there's just much better teams out there. <laughs> there's yeah. just better PSG's better. You can argue that, but uh, what Bayern, Dortmund, City, it's just they have a fluidity. They have a fluidity. Mm-hmm. They 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 get the ball. They they at least win those games that they're supposed to win. Yeah, and I don't I don't see them winning the Champions League. But again, I think the year after this year, again the year after this year. I think Barca is going to be in a much better, much better place. But, but, and, and I agree with you, but for not the reasons that people think, right? Because right. Messi's going to walk for free, basically. So yeah. it's not like we're going to get no. Messi. Barca screwed up, obviously, and, and they could have made some money off of him, and they didn't. Right. Now we have a pissed off Messi playing. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> they're still going to have some issues with, with financial, uh, in, in regards to financial, you know, issues. So they're going to have financial issues, right? Yeah, and um, and then that's that's been expected again because the whole COVID situation is going to put a lot of people mm-hmm. in a lot of clubs in a really difficult spot with you know no spectators. Uh, I mean, there's so much that's going on because of whole, the whole COVID situation, but um, but I, I think that 
you know, moving forward, I think the, the main, main topic uh, for me, right, and I think for you too, we were discussing earlier, the elephant in the room is the goat, right? Yep. <laughs> Not the elephant, the goat. Yeah, the goat, <laughs> definitely, man. What's, what's going on with him this year? To, to me, um, again, just, yeah, based off these three games, I know there was, the, uh, all over the media had said that, um, you know, Messi in the locker room said, hey, you know what, guys? Uh, what happened? Let's in the past. We have to unite and work towards a better, a better season eventually. Yeah, you say that. Messi's not one to talk. You know, he's not. He's not that guy that's gonna emotionally lead the team or whatever. So he said that probably just to like, you know, let's just get past it and let's try to move on. But the way I saw him play, especially in the Sevilla game, just a, a just a, a very stagnant, very lethargic. That Messi that. And although a lot of people are, are going to say, yeah, he never runs back or tracks back. If he saw his game, e- even less. He, he he lost the ball many times, and that was it. He lost it and just looked the other way. So I think Messi moving forward, I think this is the season where we can expect if Komen has the balls and gets to do it, he'll take him off in the 75th minute, maybe the 80th minute. Uh, Messi won't finish as many games as he used to finishing, and and he won't be that that influential player that he has been, that he was last season, right? Top goal scorer, top assist, right? I don't think that's happened in I don't know ever if or in a while, and that you know, but that that'll give that job at least at the moment. It's Coutinho looks like it. Coutinho's putting up assists. Fats is gonna score some goals. Hopefully, Griezmann gets his goals because Griezmann will continue to start under Coleman, and Messi, you know whether. Less pressure is going to be better for him. I'm not sure. Does he care? I'm not sure. Does he want the pressure? I'm not sure. Again, as hopefully many of you saw in the interview, Messi's pissed. So his heart isn't there. And we can relate to that. Or I'm sure many of us can. When your heart isn't there on what you do, when you wake up every morning and you go do your job, in this case, yeah, soccer player for Barcelona, if your heart's not there, you're not going to do it. Well, it's like when... It's like when I make my breakfast, right? It's like if I really want to make this breakfast, yeah, I'm going to take my time and do it. But when I just want to get this breakfast over with, make it quick and get out the door, mm -hmm. I don't care. I'm just going to make it whatever fills me up and gets me through the day. Mm -hmm. And that's what Messi's going to do. And you know what? And he spoke about he spoke about the effort. Right. And, and, you know, he said that he would never sue his his club Mm -hmm. that he loves so much. And he said he's going to put all the effort in the world. But guess what? He's saying that right now. Well, he said that he's not saying it right now, right? But he said that like before any games had started, yeah. Yeah. right? So who's to say where his head's going to be at when they get blown out by Bayern again, yeah? Right? Or when all of a sudden they start dropping games to like these teams in La Liga that they shouldn't be dropping games to, yeah? Right? So again, his headspace when he said that is was in a very like neutral place, yeah. right? So we don't know how he's really going to feel when push comes to shove and he's in situations. You know where where the team's in a funk. You know when when he's starting to have issues with the, all these new players, right? And all of a sudden the dynamics a little bit different. Uh, he said that early, so who knows? Um, yeah. You know, people have said that Messi is a little bit temperamental. Uh, again, we're not on the field, so we don't know. Yeah. Um, but for his performances that we've seen so far, it doesn't look like he's a hundred percent there. No, he's 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 not. And I wouldn't be either, to be honest. Yeah, I wouldn't be either when I'm if I'm not giving it if i'm not enjoying something mm-hmm. i'm not gonna perform whatever that is to my to the best of my ability well barca did them dirty yeah definitely and at the same time kind of screwed themselves over also yeah let they should have let him walk got a little bit of money for it and that's it and everybody moves on you know but they want to keep them they want to hold them yeah and uh no one wants to be tamed regardless of what it is you're doing so i think i think um it's not what I want, obviously, but what mm-hmm. I think, I just think Messi is going to be a problem this season for, for the club, which we never thought in a million years, I bet, we would have think. Yeah. We, but I think he's going to be a problem. I think that, not with Komen. I think Komen and him have a really professional relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I think um, Messi is, is, is going to create maybe, like, unintentional problems. Yeah. He, for me, he might have some issues with them, right? With uh, yeah, I, I, I'm expecting he might just because I don't think he's had a coach 
since Pep that kind of steps up and says like, hey, this oh, is how it's okay. gonna be. And of, at, yeah, gotcha. yeah, and even at the time, right when Pep was stepping up and telling him like, hey, this is how it is, how it's gonna be. Uh, Messi was you know younger, so he's like more yeah. open to you know to that advice and or, or direction or whatever we want to call it. Um, but now looking in, you know, like his best his best buddy's gone. Yeah. His words is gone. Uh, he didn't get Neymar back. Um, when you really look, screw this guy. Oh, so they <laughs> didn't let him leave. I mean, you're looking at it. You're they like, get rid of Suarez. They didn't get Neymar. Oh, like Messi, just play. <laughs> Don't yeah. pretend you're hurt. Yeah, yeah, man. It's it's been yeah, yeah it's right. Man. Like the more you start looking at it, it's like, uh, like damn. Yeah, hold, hold on, Messi, you're almost free. It's like become a norm that we accepted all these bad yeah. things. Like, oh damn, you're right. But yeah. I'm, I can't, I can't say it better like that, bro. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm hoping we're going to get the best out of him. I'm not expecting to. Yeah. Uh, but I'm sure hoping. I, I just hope that, you know, he takes some of these young guys under their wing, yeah. under his wing. Right. And uh, be like a Ronaldinho, right? And kind of oh. say like, hey, this is like, this is me checking out. Uh, I'm going to show you guys the ropes. Give you guys some make inspiration. make me cry, man. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, next year we can, <laughs> we can have a uh, farewell messy episode. <laughs> Dang, that hurt. Sorry, guys. I just... Just the thought of we're gonna need a moment. Yeah, she's gonna need a moment. Uh, but no, that's that's the reality, right? Um, it would it's we just got so used to just just in general the Messi and Ronaldo era. So slowly Ronaldo left, right? But mm-hmm. he's he's still doing his thing now. Messi, oh, it's just it's just a goodbye that a lot of us don't and can't and can't see. But but hopefully Messi, like you said. Take Fatih under the wing, take these youngsters on the wing, and Barca can triumph eventually. Yeah, well, we'll definitely, we'll definitely see what happens. I know I'm excited and eager to see some of these changes. I think they're a long time coming. Yeah. Um, do we expect things to change when the board is voted out? Which I'm, they are. I'm sure they will be. Yeah, they got all the votes they needed, or I think they, I think they were like 600 short or something. They just got to validate them and. Oh. Yeah, so I think Komen, uh, I don't know if he's going to keep his position. I guess at this point, I'd want him to, at least for like another year, just to, you know, develop something, and then we can go ahead and, and have one of the legends come in yeah. and, and take over. Yeah. Um, But again, the board absolutely has to go with the decision-making they've done. We talked about that in the last episode. Make sure you check it out. Yeah, definitely check um, that out. But, but yeah, again, I'm excited. It's something new. It's something different. Um, it's something that's been a long time coming for Barca, mm-hmm. uh, and I think that it's all these changes are you know should be a wake up call, you know, and, yeah. and all these things that they've experienced and the blowouts and like the signings and the failures of players that they signed. Yeah, you know, all this it's, drama. It was it was it was it it was a very bad experience, in it, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, it's a really good step forward in the long run. So right. Absolutely. So uh, we'll be back again. Yeah, uh, I definitely. Think, I think we definitely need to bring in some other fans. I think one of the we, we had a lot of, of of great feedback when it came to the last episode, and a lot of people were getting involved and and you know telling us like, hey, you guys, you know, you guys missed this, you guys missed that, and I'm sure there's gonna be people, you know, hey, you guys didn't talk about so and so. Like uh, we tried to talk about who was like <laughs> relevant, and, <laughs> and, and you know, and, and this is like a little update video. Um, so, you know, we're glad to hear that people are getting involved and in, in having these conversations with us and, um, and we want to start bringing in, you know, people to start talking about Real Madrid and we're going to start talking about the EPL and other things as well. And we're definitely excited about that. But, um, so for this, this was something that we've been talking about for a while and a lot of people have been asking us like, Hey, can you guys do an update video? Like, Oh, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? So this basically is that video. Yeah. Yeah, and and just um, for all you guys that are listening, again, um, Adam tries to get all everyone's opinions in there, right? Some opinions are pretty wild. Some, and again, we're not here to um, to prove that we're right and to prove someone the wrong. So, for example, me, right, I'm a Barca fan. I'm not here, or I don't even want to be here if I'm going <laughs> to argue with a Madrid fan why I think Madrid is a terrible club and why again we're in, that's not our thing um we're just here to analyze um really popular topics right like why did Barca have this tragic event if something crazy happens in madrid we might hop on that but again we're not here to argue that's that's not what adam rolls adam has a lot of good feedback a lot of a lot of knowledge for the game and those are the kind of topics that i'm sure uh, we'd love to hear and discuss um so yeah 
uh, just those are kind of more the direction for for anyone that's listening. But definitely keep showing this to a lot of people and definitely more footballers around. Yeah, absolutely. And, and getting back into that, make sure that everyone's following uh, at Soccer Survival Guide on Instagram. I know earlier I said uh, I talked about we made this video uh, just <laughs> because uh, video is coming. Uh, we're we're going to slowly transition to uh, to YouTube and, and uh, actually start you know, posting some video. But again, the podcast right now is is on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, uh, Anchor. I mean, you can find that on a bunch of different platforms. So uh, make sure you guys follow at Soccer Survival Guide. Uh, we have the YouTube channel going. Uh, we're going to, again, start recording videos. Uh, Arturo, where can we find you at? <laughs> you can find me at Arturo Ivanes D at Instagram. Um, and that is all you all need to know. Perfect. Uh, make sure you guys hit Arturo up, hit me up, go ahead and let us know what you guys think, what you guys want to hear. Uh, again, for the Real Madrid fans and uh, Barca haters that are just waiting to get in on it, you will get your <laughs> chance. We will do a casting call for the biggest haters we can find. <laughs> I'll, I'll be somewhere far, far away from that, but I'll like and subscribe every day. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Arturo, for, for joining us once again. And uh, you guys have been listening to the Soccer Survival Guide. I've been your host, Adam Gonzalez, signing out.